Welcome to the She is a Nourish Mom podcast, where we talk about all things self-care, motherhood, and faith for the Christian mom who wants to transition from worn out to winning as the mom and woman God called her to be. I'm your host, Dr. Latoya Wiggins, but please just call me Latoya. I just want to be your mommy friend and sister in Christ as I teach you how to no longer feel depleted, but how to develop healthy habits to be nourished, renewed, and rejuvenated with biblical principles that bring peace instead of self-pity. Now let's get nourished together. So today we will be talking about nourishing your physical body. We have to nourish ourselves physically, not just as moms, not as women, but as human beings, as children of God, because in order to do all that we are called to do, in order to serve in the way that we need to serve, we have to be in tip top shape, okay? Many health conditions are conditions that we can avoid, we can prevent by nourishing our bodies properly. Of course, there are some things that we can't prevent. It doesn't matter how much you exercise, eat well, sometimes you will still have an illness that accumulates in your body. You know, sometimes we can't prevent the cancers, but we can minimize the risk of certain diseases, okay? Maybe we're born with a certain illness or disease. We can't control our genetics, right? (laughs) We cannot change that. I can't change the fact that I'm black. I can't change the fact that I'm a woman and other things that are in my genes. I can't change those things. But what I can do is prevent certain diseases or if it's something that I already have by taking better care of my body, I put myself in better position to fight the disease or maintain a better quality of life. You know, so some people may have an autoimmune disease, but they may find that eating certain foods makes them feel more energized. They may find that doing certain activities helps minimize the risk of having a reoccurrence of those symptoms, a flare-up, okay, of certain illnesses, okay? So the better you take care of yourself, it's going to help you stay in good health or stay in better health, okay? It's going to help minimize those hospital visits, those extra doctor visits outside of just a follow-up, a checkup, right? So we are going to talk about different ways for you to nourish your body, okay? And also, as moms or if you're a caregiver of any sort, know that what we do to our bodies, you know, how we nourish ourselves, we set a, we set an example for our children, for our household. Know that, of course, probably whatever you're cooking, <laughs> you're feeding to your children also, right? Even if they're picky eaters like mine, I'm trying to like be creative in how I feed them. But if I'm trying to eat healthy, I'm not going to just give my kids junk, right? You're going to be overall be trying to eat the same stuff. So if you're eating junk, most likely your children are eating junk or whoever you're caring for. If you're not working out, your children are not working out or you're not modeling that behavior, you know? So like one of my sons, he's not very active, but he sees what I'm doing. So I do see like the changes in him as he grows. I see that I'm like, okay, What I'm doing to put myself in good shape is rubbing off on him a little bit. Not quite there, but I see that I am setting a good example, okay? You know, so like, let's get into how we're going to nourish ourselves, all right? So I want you all to focus on eating healthy, okay? When I say eating healthy, we are not talking about dieting. We want to throw that word out of our vocabulary, okay? The goal is to eat healthy. 
Now, of course, if you have certain goals, you know, maybe you want to lose weight, maybe you need to gain weight, maybe you have a certain health condition, which, you know, maybe you should avoid certain foods or eat more certain foods. Of course, those are certain things you want to consider. But overall, we should be focusing on eating a well-balanced diet, okay? Filled with whole grains. Yes, I said whole grains. A lot of people are always hearing, oh, we got to avoid the carbs. Whole grains are healthy. Again, unless for some reason you should be avoiding it. And that's something you should talk to your doctor or dietitian and nutritionist about, okay? But whole grains are healthy. You know those leafy greens are healthy. Vegetables in general are healthy. So a lot of times you want to fill up your plate, again, with the whole grains, your leafy greens. And pretty much if you just think about the colors of the rainbow, <laughs> you want to have those different colors on your plate, whether those are fruits and vegetables, okay? Again, I just mentioned fruits. We want to eat fruits. Sometimes, or a lot of times lately, people are so busy trying to avoid the carbs, they're avoiding fruits also because they're like, oh, it has carbs, it has sugar in it. Fruit is healthy. We need to be eating that unless, again, your doctor nutritionist says otherwise. Or if you do decide to follow a certain diet, maybe because you have researched it, keyword researched it, and see that it is good for your health condition or maybe good for a certain goal that you're trying to attain, maybe like trying to get abs to stale or something. Maybe the specific diet really helps with targeting abs. I don't know. Then that's okay, but be careful. That's why I would say do your research because we're not made to go without certain things for so long. You know, like people are always avoiding carbs. We need carbs for fuel, okay? So just do your research and, you know, if you want to follow a particular quote-unquote diet. But in general, the focus is to eat healthy, okay? A well-balanced meal. And you can even find examples of portion sizes on, I got to find the exact link. I believe it's myplate.gov. It's a government site. I think it's myplate.gov or myplate.org. And that's a good example of like the portion sizes that you should have of those different categories that I listed. Again, if you have any health issues or weight loss concerns, weight gain concerns, talk to your dietitian about those things because you may need more of something than your average healthy person, okay? Next, outside of nourishing our bodies with food, we need to be nourishing ourselves with water. <laughs> our bodies are, I believe it's like 80%. I might be saying that wrong. 80% made of, of water. I don't know. It's a lot of water. I know that, right? So we need water, okay? It's usually recommended for us to drink eight glasses of water. Some of us might need more depending on our weight because you should be really drinking according to how much you weigh. You may need more or even less, okay? This is one of the areas I struggle in. So y'all hold me accountable. I need to drink more water. <laughs> so we talked about eating healthy. Nourishing our body with at least eight glasses of water. Sleep. This is a big thing in our adult age, and especially if you are a mother. Uh, a lot of times we are lacking sleep. You should be getting, a grown woman <clears throat> should be getting between seven to nine hours of sleep each night. Yes, seven to nine hours of sleep. A lot of times people feel like they are dead. I mean, like they look like a deer in headlights you know, when I say this, but we need that sleep. Each time you lack sleep, it builds up. And that's why we feel exhausted a lot of times. So we have to get enough sleep each and every night. Now, if you are a mom with young children, <laughs> like I have, thank goodness my child sleeps throughout the night, most nights. But 
what I'm saying right now may not apply to you. We can't force our kids to, you know, especially newborns, infants, we can't force them to sleep when we want them to sleep. But with that being said, that's why it's important to sleep when you can. A lot of times we are ignoring that advice to sleep when the baby is sleeping because we feel like when the baby is sleeping, we have to get the housework done or we need to focus on something else. And that is okay to do sometimes. But if you know that you are dragging, you are low on fuel, take those naps right along with your baby, your infant, your toddler, okay? Other than that, if you are not a mom suffering from children waking up throughout the night and not getting enough sleep, you should be aiming for seven to nine hours of sleep. And that's consistent sleep, not broken up. You know, some of us are getting three hours of sleep here, take a nap, three hours of sleep there. Or oftentimes when you start taking those naps throughout the day, trying to catch up on sleep, you actually often feel more exhausted. So we need consistent seven to nine hours of sleep. Some of you may need more. Some of you may be used to actually getting less. And when I say used to, not because you're just not, you're just lacking getting the amount of sleep because you aren't going to bed on time. But some people just naturally wake up. No matter what they do, they're just going to wake up, you know, maybe less than seven to nine hours. And that's okay as long as you are feeling energized. You know, if you're not feeling energized, <laughs> then I encourage you to try to get more sleep, okay? So I talked about the sleep, the water, your diet, healthy living, I should say. There was one other thing. Oh, the physical activity. <laughs> we have to be physically active. And when I say physically active, I'm not saying that you have to be in the gym every day, out jogging, lifting weights and doing extreme things, but we were not made to be sedentary. So we have to be moving our body some kind of way and not just going to and from the bathroom, to and from your job. <laughs> we need to be getting a good amount of what is considered moderate activity each day. It's recommended for us to get 150 minutes of moderate activity each week. So again, this is each week, not each day. So this 150 minutes can be spread out, ready right? 20 minutes here, 50 minutes here, 30 minutes. If you think about just five days a week of 30 minutes, that's your 150 right there. You go to the gym three days a week and you hit that 150 mark. You met the goal. So just think of doing that 150 minutes a week of at least moderate physical activity. And it's also recommended for us to at least do two days out of a week of doing some kind of strength training. Okay. So that's what's recommended with any of these things that I am discussing, whether it's the physical activity, the nourishing your body with healthy foods, um, getting more water and sleeping. If you are struggling in any of these areas, if you're struggling in all of these areas, remember to always start small. So if you know you're struggling with getting enough sleep, let's say you're only getting four hours of sleep each night, start with trying to increase it just by one hour, even if it's a half an hour. That little small step will bring you a little bit closer to your goal. You just keep stacking up. You get consistent with going to sleep at a certain time, get used to that, then you increase it, okay? Same thing with the physical activity. If you have never exercised a day in your life, I'm not expecting you to start hitting that 150-minute goal next week. You will probably quickly fail, and then you may become discouraged and not keep at it, okay? So if you just have to start with 10 minutes one day, 10 minutes, even if all you did was a total of 30 minutes the entire week, that is okay. That's better than nothing. And research even says, it shows that 
something is better than nothing if you're doing absolutely nothing. But you start where you are, be consistent with that 30 minutes, 10 minutes, whatever it is, five minutes, and then you increase. Do not be afraid to start small. Again, those small steps go towards your big goal. No steps at all means you are staying stuck, okay? I'm struggling with my water intake. <laughs> my goal is to at least drink three bottles of water a day. And then if once I get to my four, which if you think about like the 16 ounce bottles, that's what I'm talking about. If I do four, that's a total of eight glasses a day. So I'm starting small because it's better than nothing, right? Sleep. I usually get enough sleep, but I have my bad habits sometimes of staying up late and Netflix binging. <laughs> so when I find that I'm doing those things that are unhealthy habits, I work my way back to getting back on track. All right. So again, start small. Don't beat yourself up. I am just teaching you these things, teaching you how to nurse your body. And I want you to pick at least even one thing today. One thing that I mentioned to start small with. Start trying to eat more healthy, nutritious foods, okay? You can even start, same thing with that. You can start, let's say you're not eating healthy at all. <laughs> start with one day out the week, then increase to two days a week, three weeks, three days a week, and so on. Or maybe start with one healthy meal a day, each day, and then increase, okay? However you want to do it, it's okay. You know your struggles, you know how, you know, what you're inconsistent with. So just pick one very small step today to help you to start nourishing your physical health much better okay so you know i have a scripture for you gotta do the scripture so in daniel chapter 1 verses 8 through 19 i'm not going to read that because y'all heard me say from 8 to 19 i want you to take a look at this verse in your quiet time with god and i love this these verses because it talks about the story of Daniel and his friends when they went to captivity in Babylon and the king wanted some of the Israelites to work for him. And Daniel and his friends were some of those who were chosen. Those who were chosen to work for the king, the king was going to make sure that they got like a royal feast. They were going to be eating the royal food and wine, but that royal food and wine went against what the Israelites were supposed to eat. So if they ate the food, they would have been defiling their body. So Daniel asked the chief guard if they could just use their own diet, just drink water and eat vegetables. That was it. They weren't going to eat any of the meat that everybody else is going to eat. And the chief was scared because these were the king's orders, right? He's like, if y'all just eating <laughs> vegetables and water, the king is going to be able to tell. Everybody else is going to be pretty much looking all buff and swole and y'all going to look like y'all striveling away. And of course, I'm paraphrasing. It wasn't those exact words in the verse. <laughs> but Daniel just told him, he said, look, just give me 10 days. Give us 10 days of just eating vegetables and water and see how we do. And true indeed, Daniel and his friends were stronger than all of the other people who were putting all the unhealthy food and the king's food into them. So it is important for you to nourish your body, okay? 1 Corinthians um, chapter 6, verses 19 through 20 says that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. So your body is a temple of the Lord, you know, our Heavenly Father. So we have to take good care of our body. We shouldn't just be treating it <laughs> like it's a mess. We are not our own. We are His. So we have to be sure that we are doing what we need to do 
to take better care of our bodies, take better care of our temples. And these things will allow us to have the energy that we need. One thing I want you to also remember is that nourishing our physical bodies not only help, it not only helps us to have the physical capacity to get through each day, to have, you know, to feel energized and be strong and good functional mobility, but it actually affects our mental health also. So the foods that we eat, there are certain foods that actually increase our endorphins, those happy, the happy hormones, okay? So they help us to tackle the anxiety and depression. That's one thing I noticed. I suffer from anxiety and depression. And the more I I can always tell the difference when I'm taking better care of my body, okay? You know if you're sleeping better, you're going to be in a better mood when you wake up instead of feeling groggy and grumpy. One of the terms that a lot of people use when they are hungry, they say that they are hangry because they're so hungry that they get angry. So (laughs) taking better care of ourselves, what we feed our bodies, it really helps us to be in a better mood, helps us to tackle the physical and mental health conditions, okay? so. Again, I want you to take a look at that workbook. If you do not have it, it's in the caption. If you're listening to the podcast, it is in the show notes. Take a look at that workbook. And there are two sections on how to nurse your body. One is for the physical physical mobility, you know, how to move your body, move your body more. And one is on the more nutrition piece, how to eat healthy, okay? So take a look at those sections when you get a chance. Again, take your time to go through that workbook and see how you can start taking those small action steps to start nourishing your well-being, your whole physical body. And again, it's going to affect our mental health and it will actually help us improve our spiritual health also because how many times have you sat down to pray or spend some time with God and then you start nodding off because you're so tired? (laughs) Or, you know, a lot of times if you are in a bad mood, you're feeling depressed, you start lacking that time that you're actually spending with God. And that's the the times when we need him. I mean, we need him all the time, but, you know, definitely we need to be spending time with him when we know we're feeling bad because he's going to help make us feel better. Okay. So the physical health is going to affect your mental and your spiritual. So I hope you enjoyed this episode today and we will close out in prayer. So Heavenly Father, I pray for the mama, the woman that is under the sound of my voice today. I pray that she is nourishing herself physically. If she is struggling in this area, I pray that you will give her clarity and give her the steps, those small action steps that she needs to take to start taking better care of herself. Let her know that she is your child and you want better for her. So please just give her those small steps to get her started on the right way for nourishing her body for a healthier, happier life and be able to serve you well and do kingdom work. In Jesus' name, amen. So that is our time for today, everyone. And I will see you all next time. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to the She is the Nourish Mom podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe, leave a five-star review, and share with a mommy friend who needs to hear this message. Connect with me on social media at She is a Nourished Mom. And let me know your ahas and takeaways from this week's episode. Until next time, keep nourishing yourself, mama.